You're listening to The Hustle and Heart Show, hosted by Steph and Kyle, the podcast with a lot of hustle and a whole lot of heart. Thanks for joining. Now, here are your hosts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm just sitting here with my beautiful wife, Stephanie. And now I got her blushing because I started the show a little differently than she expected. And weirded out that you called me Stephanie. That's weird. It's okay. Uh, I'll let it slide. Anyways, today we're talking about um, something a little bit, it can be generic, it can be specific. I think we're going to talk a bit just generally about it. I don't know. This was inspired by one of my uh, my younger coworkers asked to leave early one day and this is what really got stuck in my head. Uh, she just turned 25. She looked really depressed. It was her birthday. Uh, she didn't tell anybody it was her birthday. And we didn't clue in until it was the afternoon. And finally, like, 2 o'clock hits. And she just looks really out of it and depressed. And, like, to give you guys a picture, she's a normally, like, pretty upbeat person. Very happy. Can I get anything done? Like, always looking for something to do. Honestly, she's like your ideal employee. She's always looking for something to do. And I only have to ask her once. And it's just done. Which is... Having a birthday past a certain age can kind of get sad. Well, I get it. And it was finally, I, I, before I let her go, I said, before I say yes, is everything okay? Because you don't look like your normal self. All she says, yeah, I'm good. I promise you. I said, okay. I said, when you get back, if there's anything you want to talk about, just come chill. Come Moral of the story. She ended up saying she's got the birthday blues. She is, yes, she said, she goes, I realize I'm only 25 years old and I'm young. Um, but I'm just at a point where I really thought I was going to be in a different place. Uh, and I was going to be much further ahead. And Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. There's a problem with the way she's thinking, and we all think this way, and it's the way we're conditioned in society. Mm -hmm. She thinks that by 25, she has to know what she's going to do for the rest of her life. I think 100%. Because she went to university for one specific thing, and now she's doing something completely opposite, and now she's got school debt to go along with it, Mm -hmm. and she's not even close to her field. And I think this is – and I sat and talked to her for a little bit, and I said, look, I have a lot of friends that went to university – and ended up in jobs that had nothing to do with what they went to school for. I think uh, that's a major problem in society in general. Is well, Like, think about what age we're going to university. I know you didn't go to university. I did. No, because I was the only one. I was one of the only ones out of my... The peer pressure I felt because I... Uh, honestly, everyone made me feel stupid that I wasn't going to school. But what I was saying to that is you go to you go to university, college, whatever, at what, 18? Yeah, 18, 19. You're supposed to know what you want to do. And what field you want to go into for basically the rest of your life when you're 18 years old? You don't. I feel like even at 32, like I'm going to be 33 in a couple weeks. I I still sometimes question whether this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I think it is so ridiculous, so unfair to expect an 18-year-old to know what they want to get into. And then if they change their mind while they're they're actually in school then they're getting in trouble with their parents because, well, you said this is what you want to do. And I think we set our kids up right from the very beginning. We ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or, oh, look, they're they're playing over there and they're building stuff. Oh, they're going to be a builder. Oh, look, they're over there uh, playing and doing hairstyles on the dolly's hair. Oh, they're going to be a hairdresser. Like, we started right from yeah, the but, get-go. Like, it's it, not just that. I don't think, I don't think people encourage their kids yeah, they push them, okay, you can do this, you can do this. I don't think they ever have the, the conversation with their kids of, it's okay to try this, and if you don't like it, you can try this. And if you don't like that, 
you can try this. I think everyone's made to feel like you got to pick one thing and that's it. And I sure. almost feel like, you know, that's why people get stuck in a career. They, uh, they head down because all of a sudden they've been doing it for one, two, five, ten years. They start a life and they or 30 moving. years. And why I have everything. I'm at the top of the company. I'm not going to leave now, mm-hmm. but you hate your job. So I think in general, I think the majority of the population, if I had to guess, majority of people feel lost. And I'm not talking about the young people who are just trying to figure out where they want to go in life. I think a lot of people, they're in their 30s, their 40s, their 50s even, mm-hmm. are like, you know, I may not be doing what I love to do, but, oh, I've been in this company for too long. Oh, I'm too old. I can't start anything new. Oh, well, no point now. Like, I've, I've got to support my family and I have certain bills I have to pay lifestyle to up, upkeep. And so I think... Majority of people are lost, and I think that's okay. It's okay to feel lost. I think 100% it's okay, but nobody talks about the fact that it's okay. Or I think everyone inside... Thinks that they're the only one feeling lost? Everybody thinks they're the only one. And they feel embarrassed. And they don't want to tell their friends, hey, I'm this age, I got to this point in my career, I really want to try this, or I'm scared to try this. It's okay to feel lost. It's okay to want to try something new. I think we need to normalize that in society, that like... If you had, you can have more than one career in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can have two or three. Yes. Just because you're mid thirties and all of a sudden you decide you want to try something new, there's nothing wrong with that. If you hit your fifties or your fifty-five, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I think that does, it needs to become something that's normalized. Trying different things, like one thing I have written down here: the most important thing you can do is keep trying things, so at least you'll find out what you don't like. Yes. And then eventually, it'll lead you in the direction of what you actually want. Mm-hmm. If you don't try things, how are you supposed to know? When you're looking for a partner, do you date one girl and say, boom, that's it? No, you find, out if, you find out if she's a nut job and if not, you end it. Or ladies, if you're dating any partner you're looking for, guy, whatever partner, if that person's not right for you, you don't stop at one and say, okay, well, I guess I'm stuck with that person the rest of my life. You keep looking. Well, what are you doing when you do that? You're finding things that you like and you're finding things that you don't like and mm-hmm. you're narrowing down your preferences. The same thing goes for a job. You're having multiple different jobs or types of careers, whatever you want to call it. You're narrowing down different parts of that job that you like and different parts that you don't like. And I think that's the problem is we get stuck in this like tunnel vision of we can only do one thing and we get influenced by parents and close relatives and and friends of this is what I need to be doing and this is where the market is going. This is what I need to be doing. But you're not trying different things to know truly what you like and don't like. And then you just get settled and you, um, I guess you just, you just kind of settle for what it is. You're not happy. Yeah, It is what it is, but this is my job. And Oh, there's a lot of people who don't like their job. This is normal. No, I'm here to tell you, there are many people that enjoy their job. They love their job. And when you love your job, you will be a fully just, happier, well-rounded individual who can help others, who will be happy in so many parts of their life. And you just, you're just, we don't have enough of that people. There's actually people in the world that want to get up on a Monday morning, which may shock some people listening or hear that and go, what? They actually want to get up? Yeah, because they actually, they may have talked to these people. When you talk to someone who's actually happy in life, which is incredible, You'll find out that those people, it's incredible, they tried so many freaking different things 
they didn't stop at one or two. Some of these people got fired from multiple jobs. They had 15 different jobs. They just everyone on the surface, everyone thinks they had an easy pathway to get what they are. But they tried more than what everyone else tries. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we get stuck in this one-track mindset that you got to have it figured out by the time you're in your mid-20s. Like, look, for me personally, I know you remember this. I probably spent more time in my 20s worrying about what goals I wanted to hit by a certain age instead of actually focusing on how to hit those goals. Mm-hmm. I was like in like a uh, like a paralysis analysis where it was like I got to be here by 25. You just had 25. tunnel vision. It was like, tunnel. I got to be here by 25. I got here by here by 27, here by 30. I spent more time thinking about those ages than what was I going to actually do to accomplish the goals itself. Well, can I tell you something because I thought of that exact same thing. Did you you <laughs> and I were together, but that's what we did together. Yeah. Well, you and I created those goals with numbers. And I still remember what I wrote down. And I remember for quite a few years, that number with that goal, that goal associated to that age, burned a hole inside me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not even close to that. And I'm way over the age I had hoped to be. And I felt this little. I felt... Like, I didn't accomplish that goal. I, you know, I don't know. I just felt really down about myself. You feel depressed. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to come away from these goals associated with ages and just we should have a goal to be happy, right? When you're happy, success comes. Um, Enjoying life comes. Like, like I said before, you just become a more well-rounded person in every single way, Um, when you enjoy your job, think about how long you spend at work. See everybody at work way more than your own family. Right? And if you don't enjoy what you're doing, like, that sucks. Well, I think it, it's literally, like, I always, t- I remember always telling Steph, I never want to get stuck in the rat race. Well, unfortunately, you, without, like, I love my job, I love what I do, but you still kind of get stuck in that rat race because you feel like you have to get figured out by a certain age. Then you get into a little bit of debt, and then, like, you know, for a lot of people, people will want to mask their own pain at work by they become spenders. Mm-hmm. They want to buy things that they think are going to make them happy, which they don't realize that those things only make them happy for a short amount of time. And then it just keeps going. Well, I'll buy something else. I'll buy something else. Before they know it, they're in a mountain of debt. And then they're glued to that job they hate because you know what? Because they have to pay that. that- Maybe you finally got to a job where you're making 70, 80 grand a year, but you hate your life. You hate that job. But if you went to go do a job in your field or something you figure out you love, but you're only going to make 40, 50, you realize you're going to cripple your whole, your whole family. Now you're stuck. Mm-hmm. So you have to think of every avenue before you go too far down the rabbit hole of like just aimlessly spending, like all these things combined together. Well, everything you just talked about is, is so, it's a Western mindset, mm-hmm. right? Of knowing what you want to do by 18 years old to go and pursue the education you may need for that job. And then you go to that job, you work at that job 40 hours a week, you go spend the money to create the image to everyone else that you're successful and happy. That's all a Western mindset. And Mm -hmm. like, I know that's not, we're not going to solve that problem in this podcast episode, but I don't think, I think that's that's a deep conversation that'll never get solved because that's, they they want everybody in debt. It's so sad. Because you can go to so many other different countries, both first world and third world countries. And just going to Europe, for example, is very different. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still similar, but it is different. Um, It's so interesting. And it's so like all of this feeling lost, it is man created. We are creating this feeling of feeling lost 
because we create the pressures from society at such a young age. Well, and like, because everyone spends more time living for other people. And like, think, okay, we're in our mid thirties. Rather than living for themselves. Yeah, but think, how much has that escalated in the last uh, 10, 15 years? We, we're, we're going to date ourselves a little bit, but I still remember a time before Facebook and Instagram. You still remember that mm-hmm. when I saw you, you still had like your little. You know, when you had to click the button uh, three times to actually get to one letter when you were texting. Yeah, and pay like 15 cents a text. Yes, but Instagram, Facebook, how easy is it to look fake online? It's very easy. So now the depression of having to have it figured out by a certain age is becoming worse and worse as we go. You mean the pressure, not depression. Sorry, the pressure that leads to depression because now everyone feels like they have to show off. They have to have everything that, uh, you know, like you got fake millionaires online. Yeah. But it's easy to look fake. It is, oh, especially on social media. Absolutely. And then you, then you meet the person in real life. They're usually not what their Instagram lets on to be. No, because the real ballers aren't showing it. No. The real people with money that I've ever met, they don't show any of that part of their life online. You, you would think they're poor. Yeah. But for anyone that doesn't know any better, it's easy to get stuck down that hole of thinking, okay, this guy's got this or this person's got this. How, How did so they much- get it? I need uh, to get it. Just focus on yourself and focus on what you truly want. Okay, so for me personally, obviously we just rambled on a lot about uh, you know certain things, how you should feel, how, how to do this, and you know we're not going to solve the world, world's problems inside of twenty minutes. But like I think you know, as it, it feels weird to say this, as I get closer to forty, I keep thinking more and more, what do I want my life to look at when I'm look like when I'm in my mid forties, mid fifties, mid sixties, and I wish I had done this when I was younger. So I don't care if you're older than me listening to this or you're younger than me. Try and close your eyes and think about where do you, where would you love to be when you're 50 years old? And if you're 50, where do you want to be when you're 80? Because you're never too old to try anything. Mm -hmm. If you can picture that with your eyes closed, now work it backwards. What would you have to do? What would the steps look like working it backwards in order to get where you want to go? And if you can't do it, because obviously we give advice to anybody else better than we're able to take it. Pretend you're doing this for your best friend. And you're going to give him the roadmap of how to do it or her the roadmap how to do it. Because magically, all of a sudden those road steps, you never give your friend roadblocks, but you'll give yourself roadblocks. Picture what steps you'd have to take to get to that area and work it. Work it all the way backwards. And if you find out that today you are nowhere close to where you would need to be, make a change. If you're married with kids and there's things like obviously you have bills, there's things to pay. Talk to your partner and let your partner know what you're going through or how you're feeling. So that way you can help each other to help figure out how, how you can assist each other in reaching these goals. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, well, it's time to quit my job, do everything, and then just go do this. Reality is you won't be able to do that. No. So you, you will not be out. able to kind of quit your job that you might hate in order to go pursue your dream. Because like it or not, that job is supporting you or your family living putting food on the table, um, paying the bills to keep lights on and heat on, but you can be creative. And there are so many guaranteed. You're thinking of the big steps. Maybe you want to be a lawyer. Well, need to get the education first, figure out where you need to go and all the steps and schooling required. Fine. But maybe you don't have the ability to just quit your job and go right applying to law school. What could you be doing instead? Is there a job maybe in the law field that you don't necessarily need to be a certified lawyer and a licensed lawyer to do, but you can still kind of be in the field, make those connections, build up those 
relationships that could help you in the future, get, right? Get into that world. Yes, get yourself into that world. And I know I'm, I use the example of lawyer, but there's so many other ways. Think about if you want to be a teacher and maybe you're too young or maybe you're, you know, you're older and like I said, you have a job that you need to have. Go start volunteering mm-hmm. or like get yourself in a program. There are programs in college that you can be doing on like in your evening times. And I know, again, coming from a full-time job and then doing schooling in the evenings is a lot of work. It sucks. But I'm telling you, if you want it enough, if you want it so much, and if you want it that much, you will figure out how to do it. And if you're not willing to figure it out, well, then it's not worth it to you. That's your biggest thing. There was something you wanted to do a, re- a while like ago. Steph's talking to me directly. I am. You know what? She opened my eyes. Um, there was something that Kyle had wanted to do for a long time. And Kyle's idea is, well, it's only going to happen when I can quit my job. You're supporting the family 100% and I can just go right into it. And I looked at him and I was like, no matter if I was teaching full time and I had a side gig going on, whatever, I cannot support this family by myself. That's never going to happen. But does that mean that you can never have your dream? No. It just means you have to hustle a little harder. You have to go to your full-time job, do your job, come home, and work on your side hustle. Like, look at Jenna Kutcher. I'm going to drop a famous name. Jenna Kutcher is a big example. She was a a high-end person in HR, I believe it was. She was doing her job there, and then she realized she didn't love it anymore, and she had a dream that she wanted. She worked on that dream after her day job and she Mm -hmm. built up that dream after her day job for years until she finally got it up to the point where she was like I could replace my full-time income and I love this dream of mine so her dream became her full-time job so you don't have to quit your job in order to go attain your dream Mm -hmm. but how can you do what can you do that is smaller on a smaller scale that you can do after your full-time job to get to where you need to be. And it takes a lot of hustle. It's not easy. No. You never did it. No, and I was going to say, that's why I also think it's, you know, as much as Steph says I didn't do it, I think in my head I was putting up these roadblocks and these excuses. And this is why it's very important to to talk to your partner because the fact that she pointed out one day that I never worked towards or did anything in the evening actually made me realize that it's not something I want bad enough right now. Mm-hmm. So when I did exactly what I'm telling you guys to do, close your eyes and picture where you want to be. It's funny that I still want as the end goal, but not right now. I there still are steps leading up. There's to still it. steps and stuff I want in between that I, I finally realized. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I don't want it bad enough. I actually want to try this, this, and this to get to the point of that as the final goal. And if I do these things correctly, that the end goal will actually come much easier. But see that thinking you just did, it takes critical thinking to get there. And not a lot of people get into that headspace to figure that out. Not a lot of people are comfortable sitting with themselves no, to figure out but I what I say, want. Like, and you have to be comfortable talking to your partner. Like yep. This can go on very deep levels if you're not comfortable talking to par- uh, your partner about what you want. Because you can't because, do this alone. No, if I, hadn't ha- if I didn't feel comfortable talking to you, to be honest, I'd probably just be sitting my, my whole life thinking, oh, I'd be the greatest X, Y, Z. What if? What, what if? if? But I can't go after it because of X, Y, Z. Instead of realizing it's not what I truly want right now bad enough, I'd probably be blaming my life or my pattern or everything else. Or With this, you're getting down to your root cause of like what is actually going on. And I think this is why people can go down such a bitter path because I could have easily gone that way and then I could have easily had resentment towards you 
the kids, my parents. When I it's put like the, you had, you weren't even comfortable talking to me about it. So now you have resentment towards your partner, but you never even gave them the chance to talk to them about it, right? Yeah, to get through it or help them. So, I mean, in general, you have to have a good relationship with your partner in order to do that because... I I would have hate to bring something up to you and then get shot down and laughed at. Like that's pretty that's pretty hard to deal with, right? So, well, and I think you know, like this could spiral into a whole other conversation. But like, like on one episode, I said I think people get married and uh, get together way too easily and too uh, too early in a relationship. I also think this is why people get stuck in a in a uh, a career that they hate because they don't want to tell their partner that they uh, actually want to switch or they're not down the path. And maybe there's bills, a mortgage, all this stuff piled onto each other, and they don't feel comfortable. How many years go by before they actually feel comfortable enough? Why do so many divorces happen? Mm-hmm. It probably and time it. flies. Like before you know it, five years have passed. Yeah, it probably came from resentment because they were too scared to talk to you about something. So mm-hmm. like obviously that's that's I'm opening up a whole can of worms. But at the end of the day, it's okay to feel lost. But the most important thing is just don't sit back and wait till all of a sudden you think magically you're going to wake up one day and go, oh my God, this is the path. This is what I want. This is how I'm going to get it. That's bullshit. You have to take steps to at least try stuff. Like, you know, it will, being in the car business, people, if people come in and say, I, I say, do you want this car? No. Okay. Well, what do you want? I'm not sure. Well, I'll go show them the ugliest car in the lot. All of a sudden, magically, they're going to tell me, oh, no, I don't want that because it has this. It doesn't have this. And I really like this. Okay, so now we're getting somewhere. We're leading somewhere. But if I don't start showing them the biggest ship boxes on the lot, how am I supposed to figure out what direction or what car they actually do want? If Now let's flip that to careers. If you don't try like the start crappy doing, careers, the start bad doing careers. the crappy bullshit jobs, you're going to realize what you don't want. And then it'll lead you to the ones you do want. I've done some crappy jobs. I've mopped bathrooms and hockey arenas. I've done crappy jobs and I realized, holy, I do not want this for my life. Especially when I looked around and there's 50-year-old guys doing my job. You literally had a crappy job. (laughs) I did. That was a good joke. (laughs) I just had to add that in there. (laughs) All right. So as a quick summary... And I want to get in trouble from Steph because she already told me to make sure I don't ramble on too much. Well, because this can go on quite a bit and you have gone on quite a bit, which no. is not a bad thing. It no, just means you're this, passionate about it. I can it. open up six different topics within what we're talking about today. And but, hold on, pause. I will say that Kyle's very into this because he is slightly going through a change right now. Eventually, I'll talk about exactly what it is. And but I'll, we're going through this same sort of thing. And I so, so that's why I think this... You said in the beginning that it's about your coworker. I think this is also about you too. Mm. You maybe just don't realize it yet. You're just connecting a it big, to someone else. Yes. A big part of it is me and some stuff I'm going through right now and realizing it. Which, you know, in an episode, I will talk about it and actually go into detail one day. I just ain't there yet to talk about it. That's cool. That's cool. I'm not pressuring you or anything. But speaking from experience and something I'm going through right now. Yes. Talk to your partner. If you're at the point where you're not married with kids and there is no partner, then close your eyes. And you know what? If you can grab a pen and paper and feel comfortable doing this, write down what you see when your eyes are closed and work yourself backwards. If you're 19 years old, picture where you want to be when you're 50. It doesn't matter how stupid the goal is or what, or how others, big it is, how big it is. Just write it down and then work yourself backwards. And maybe that will help you lead to it. Maybe you, you love the, the construction industry. You want to be a custom home builder. Go start by digging a hole for a construction company. 
eventually you'll meet the guy who owns the company. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean. Just figure out what path you have to go down and it's okay to feel lost, but don't plant your feet and hope that one day you're just going to wake up with a magical answer. You got to start moving in different directions. Doors will close. Others will open. Boom. Mic drop. That's a good one. You just like went off there. I'm just going (laughs) to let you do it. I agree with you. I think like it's really easy to sit back and just continue down the path you're on and not saying that that's the wrong path, but If you're not happy, do yourself a favor and figure out why you're not happy Mm -hmm. and then figure out what would make you happy and how you can get there. And like you just said, it doesn't have to be quit your job, go right into it right away because more than likely that's not realistic for you. But there are so many little things you could be doing that would lead you closer to the path of being happy. And I think that's one of the things in our society today We just need more people to be happy and to be loving their job because I do think a lot of people hate their job. They'll show more love to other people and have a happier society altogether. Yeah, like we talked about, like you spend a lot of time at your job. So if you're not happy at your job, it's probably going to reflect your life in general, Mm -hmm. right? If you're miserable at work, you're going to be miserable at home because it's going to reflect on your mood. It's going to transfer onto other people and that's not fair. Because you hate your job, you're going to treat other people with resent. Like, just, no. Do yourself and everyone else a favor. Figure out why you're not happy. Figure out what would make you happy. And figure out how to get there. Do it. Have a one-on-one deep conversation with yourself and figure it out. It's not easy. It can be uncomfortable. And it can be super scary. But sometimes being uncomfortable leads you to where you could be so comfortable. Mm-hmm. in life right and it comfortable in this matter means happy right so go after it go get it hopefully somebody got some value out of this episode if you think somebody's going through something that this may help share the show help them out and uh yeah that's all i got for this yeah, week. we'd love for you guys to share the show and we will see you guys next week see you later thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode Make sure to subscribe to the Hustle and Heart podcast and follow us on Instagram and TikTok. See you next week.